So overall though, you would say, I mean, were you entertained by this last one? Was it, did it, did it exceed <laughs> okay. or, or be... did it, did it beat any of your expectations that you had for this movie? <laughs> I did something with this movie that I haven't done with a new movie in a long time is I fell asleep twice. <laughs> oh jeez. The first time I woke up I was like, oh, okay, I gotta go back a couple minutes. It's fine. The second time I woke up, I was really pissed. It was like, I, I was way more than You had to time. re, you had, had to, to go, go back. all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, this is terrible. Hi, this is Dee Wallace, and you're listening to Children of the Atoms. Hello, everybody. We're back. I mean, maybe unfortunately this time. Um. <laughs> I mean, we, we're, we're continuing our, uh, our run of uh, horror movies because it is, you know, the Halloween season. Yeah, and this one was truly horrifying um, in a non-traditional <laughs> sense, but very spooky. <laughs> yeah, something like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the film we watched this week was uh, Halloween Ends, very topical. Just came out and all that. You I mean you know it, they released it for free on Peacock, which you know is nice, uh, especially given that how. Okay, I wasn't going into the movie with high expectations, like they were fairly middling, maybe even low, and I was very surprised because this movie in no way met those expectations whatsoever, <laughs> which. Which well, I was kind of pleased about because when it got over, I was like, "At least I don't have to drive home now." What I mean, yeah. What are those expectations you were you were waiting to get filled? They were middle of the road. Like I was looking to place it maybe somewhere along the lines of like the original Halloween two, like you know, in like in ranking all the movies. But if I had to choose where Halloween ends, would mm, it's place amongst the ranking of all Halloween movies, including the oh, Rob man, that's, Zombie that's ones? Hard. Yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah man, it's, you got to take some time. Yeah, but I think off the top of my head, it's definitely lower third. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I is it I'll, is it the worst movie of the new trilogy? No, I'm, I'm gonna. Really? I'll, I'll kind of show my hand already here. Yeah, it's okay. definitely not the worst. Wow. Um, the the second one is the worst of the new trilogy, but hands down. Um, just because how just weird it is. I mean, the only thing I think that <laughs> that second one had going for it was some of the crazy inventive kills they had to it, but it was just crazy and nonsensical in that one not to yeah. say that this one is not a little crazy and nonsensical but there's certainly things in this version that i liked more than the previous one yeah like we, we talked about halloween kills last year year before to be and it was really underwhelming in most places so you know it, it had its moments but as far as this movie goes do you want to walk us through here the uh the plot yeah yeah, let's let's get into this. Okay, so uh, Halloween ends <laughs> starts off one year after the events of Halloween Kills. Yeah, so time jump number uh, we, one. Yeah, we meet one of our main characters in this. His name is Corey. Um, he is there to babysit a child, and during this babysitting uh, night, um, everybody's on edge. And he gets scared because this kid acts like a little shit and ends up locking him in the uh, attic and basically getting him to react. And just, you know, the kid's just being a real jerk about Very it. Very sixth sense of so, him to lock him, like, all the way in the room, all the way at the top of the stairs and all that. All the way from the top. Yeah. And it's all dark. There's no right. lights. Everything is kind of crazy. Now, now, mind you, too, though, like, one thing is, like, Corey, he broke, like, the traditional, like, the traditional kind of babysitter rules in that, you know, he... He, he didn't listen to anything the mom told him. Like, you know, no scary movies in bed by whatever. Like, all that. The kid's still up at midnight. They're watching fucking The Thing. <laughs> like, another John Carpenter movie. Like, so. Well, see, I, I like this. Yeah. 
Um, the, okay, so I'm going to point out the things that I like in this movie okay. and the things I just don't like. This is one of those <laughs> things I like because I do like some random callbacks. It, these are little Easter eggs that if you aren't watching, watching for, you know, you, you're not going to get reward out of it like I do. Right. Um, but this one, because they're watching The Thing. Number one, it's John Carpenter's film, one of his most famous films of all time. I love that film. It's actually great. It is an but a, it's also, movie. in a way, a callback to the original 78 Halloween because in the original Halloween 78, when Lori and with the kids that she's babysitting, mm-hmm. they're all sitting around watching a thing from another world. Oh, no shit. You know, the, yeah. the original movie, yeah. So it's just like... It's 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 kind of calling back to those original babysitter <laughs> scenes, except you know you're just changing things right. up a little bit now. You're modernizing it a little bit. So I, instead of them watching you know something from the 1950s, they're watching something from the 1980s. Right. Yeah, he's he's a guy babysitter. He's not the typical uh, teenage girl, you know. So yeah, it's 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 just one of those little cool things that I liked, you know, seeing right off here. So starting off in this movie, like I had some hope to it. I was like, okay, I'm 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 going with this a little bit. Yeah. To see where it goes, and yeah, it it. It goes dark quick. Oh, super quick, because uh, after the little kid, Jeremy, locks Corey in a closet, like, you pick up right away, Corey's having some severe anxiety. Like, he's going to get the fuck out of that closet. Like, he's starting to panic, and he starts kicking, like, full force at the door, like, to, to bust it down. And this is as Jeremy's parents The kid's are, on the other side of the door, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, 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 him, yeah like, Just right. making fun of him. Yeah, he, he's right on the other side of the door, and he's mocking him. But all the while, like, his parents are arriving home at this moment, right? As it always happens, okay. yeah, in all the horror movies, yeah, you've always got the parents who are just, it's, it's very scream, oh, you know, where the yeah. parents are just, just pulling up to it, you know, just just there enough time they could stop it if they just were a little quicker, mm-hmm. but they didn't make it. Well, like, there's a lot of moments in this movie that conjure up feelings of other horror movies, and I don't know if Oh, it's, oh, big time. We'll, we'll call them out as we get there. Or just, like, little callbacks or what, but, or just right out, you know, Duffer Brothers style, like, fuck that, I like it, it's going in. Like, like kind of, like, you know, borrowing, but damn. There was a lot yeah, of... Yeah, we're definitely going to call these out yeah. as we get to them. <laughs> a lot of yeah. them. A lot. Yeah. So anyway, what but happens anyway. with Corey in the, in the attic? So, yeah, so Corey is trying to bust his way out. So finally he gets through. The parents have walked through the door, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as, but it's like Corey's just freaked out. He kicks, 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 opens the door, slams the kid in the face, and the kid drops like three stories. They have this, this is an amazing looking house that has this amazing staircase that goes three stories up. But the kid falls and all you see is this splat, you know, just to a hardwood floor right in front of the parents. It was, it's very gruesome. It was worse because like you, you see Corey kick the door open and you don't, like, if I recall correctly, like, the, the little, the kid didn't make a sound. Like, there was just a body thump in front of his parents, and then just... You just hear horror. kind of a, a little bit of a scream, yeah, it, you know, as was, the kid's falling. Like, that part, like, instantly right there, it's like, like this is a different kind of movie. It's like, I don't know where they're going with this. Like, let's see how they, if they could keep it up. But it had me on the hook because it was so shocking <laughs> just to have that happen. It was like, oh, my God, what is, what is this shit? Give yeah, well, away. that's that's the thing about it. You know, it's it's... I think they, yeah, you know, like as the uh, audiences of today have become much more sophisticated, you kind of got to ramp things Jesus. up a little bit. So you got to make people a little more uncomfortable uh, with, you know. So if you're not comfortable with seeing a child die, well, this, you should probably shouldn't watch this scene. Yeah, but you know, Ma- it is, Michael Myers is, doesn't. You know, that's not his gig is is to go after the, the the little ones. You know what I mean? Like I I did my due diligence. And fuck me, I went back and I rewatched Halloween and Halloween Kills in preparation for ends because what David Gordon Green had said is that, you know, he understands everybody's complaints about Halloween Kills. So going into this one, he's like, it's okay. He's like, this one is, it's just, you know, 
Halloween Kills was just one part of the story. When you guys see three, it'll all make perfect sense. So I was like, okay, I was like, I, no, 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 I'm no, gonna no. give him the benefit of the doubt. So I watched the first two coming into the third. So mentally, I was already in this, <laughs> in the zone, like to see this movie. And yeah. Okay, let's let's just throw this out here right uh-huh. now. If you come into this, you haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah. I, you know, number one, you probably don't want to be listening to this because you're gonna be. You know, spoiled. filled with spoilers here. We're yeah. just we're going to spoil this thing, but I will tell you right now, just as a forewarning, that notion that all this is going to connect and make sense at the end is not. This movie <laughs> is completely different. Oh man, the way they went, and I think you can you get this from the fact that you know, COVID set in. Uh, you know, shooting schedules changed and everything like this. This does not pick up from the part two. It 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 it, it, it peppers in some little things and kind of like you know, wants a time together, but this movie, the character motivations and everything are completely different from the first two movies. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to, when we get to our main character, here. the sense I got from watching this movie, the longer it went on was that there's no way in fuck they had in mind to make three movies when they initially made this pitch, <laughs> because this movie could know. have been hacked down to about 38 minutes, a tight 30. Sure. And we'd have been home. But I, I, I will I will disagree with you on this. I think there there was an idea for a trilogy. Yeah. The trilogy though, the idea was this the trilogy is gonna completely take place all in the same night. Ooh. So you had twenty eighteen where Michael dies, he comes back out, he comes out, he's same night, he comes back to Haddonfield yeah. and he's He's killing a bunch of people. And then at the end of Halloween Kills, here's Jamie Lee Curtis's Lori character. She's like, I'm coming to get you. Right. So I think it was supposed to be that Ooh. third piece right there of that same night. That would have been awesome but if, be- like, the third movie, you know, she's Harry Potter style, storming Hogwarts, going after Michael Myers kind of thing. I mean, there, there's something to it. But I think that this movie, and you can feel it throughout this movie, This there's a lot of rewrites here. I think there was time <laughs> where they could say, we're going to change the story up. Yeah. Because, like I said, once we get to Lori and we get to introduce her, we'll, we'll get into it. Lori is a completely different character. Once we here. get to Lori, she 45 is, minutes after the start of the movie. Whew, this, uh, yes, this this movie, it takes a while to kind of get things going. In, in a very season um, of the witch kind of inspired, <laughs> inspired oh, run here. They really kind of avoid Michael up. Myers for a good amount of the movie, it feels like. Yeah, so so we got to talk about a season of the witch last week. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that show if you haven't listened to that one. It's really good. I love. I I have a soft spot in my heart for Season of the Witch. But the thing that I, I got so giddy about watching this movie um, was the fact that the Season of the Witch uh, font yes, was used for the titles. Did you notice that? I did, yeah. That it, it was so awesome. I was like, they're, they're making all sorts of callbacks, and I love that. Yeah. You know, I know, I'm sure other people probably think, like, this is really corny. Why are you doing all this stuff to do it? But, you know, it's appealing to me. It's appealing to the Gen Xers. Well, it matches, saying, too, you know, because the first two movies, Halloween and Halloween uh, Halloween and uh, Halloween Kills, both match the font of the original H1 and H2 also. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they did it. And I, I have to give credit to, to every, everything on this opening scene because I loved it. There's It goes back into that Carpenter score, yeah. you know, where you're getting that. But then you're getting, like, the, the scene of those pumpkins coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where one is kind of growing in the and then in the one before the it, and then credits, it just kind yeah. of tears through, mm-hmm. and it just it does it does it does it because there's even a callback to that original pumpkin that jack o lantern from the first Halloween. That's like I think it's the second one that shows up, and then all of them they just get really kind of scary looking. Yeah, and then we then we get to our main story where which takes place now four years after the events of the Michael Myers the, right. the events which is three in, years uh, after Kills. Corey had his you know. Uh, 
you know, his, yeah, it wasn't his, his, his yes, incident with Jeremy, but, and uh, it comes to find out he was cleared of everything of all charges. So he just yeah, it was it was clearly an accident. Yeah, like, absolutely, I don't think anybody yeah. anybody should hold him accountable. But it you know this this kind of gets into one of those little themes of this movie where it's you know. You know, the town has never, ever gotten over Michael Myers. No. It, it came to a head in that second movie. Um, but now, because Michael just disappeared, he got away, everybody's on edge. So they, they try to play that out there with, the, with that first uh, one-year scene. Uh-huh. Where they're like, okay, we're all, on, we're all on edge, and that's what freaks uh, Corey out. <laughs> and that's, but yeah, four years later here. That's what, Okay, not to, not to break out the plot too much here, but that's when yeah. this is... It's only one year later after Michael Myers' last rampage. Would there really be a thousand kids out the street trick or treating at this point? I've, I have always said that. Like, Holy I think shit, that man. you feel like, I mean, I granted now in this movie, yeah, not everything's canon. Right, yeah, but okay. even when I was watching the Halloweens before, like you'd figure that like Haddonfield would like outlaw Halloween. Dude, though, for real, they just say like you cannot celebrate it here in this in this city. Mm-hmm. City ordinance says no kids on the street on this night. You or know, at least after have the national every guard year. every three feet, like you know what I mean. Just thousands of soldiers yes. just guarding this fucking town, looking for this motherfucker. Yeah, you like you'd have a posse in in tow. <laughs> yes. Like everybody be volunteer. Like like, but the problem is like in the original Halloween. Like this is always a criticism of very of like horror movies in general yeah. but it's like it's it's always like the most unpopulated cities <laughs> and like hospitals in general yeah. like no adults are around ever right, yeah, you know but point. all this massacre is like going on yeah. i feel like like all the parents just go off to one big halloween party outside of town yeah it worked in hocus pocus <laughs> yes <laughs> oh jesus uh, uh, okay so that's okay. four years after the initial events of halloween 2018 three years after Corey's incident we catch up with him uh, in you know, the, the year the is now 2022. He, like you said, Michael Myers has vanished. Uh, and we catch up with Lori for the first time. And this is a good clip into the movie, but she's, she's writing a book about like a memoir, right? Like her autobiography. Yes. Well, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, I think it's a novel, but almost like one of those types that are like there to help survivors. Like a Vonnegut style kind of like novel, but it's yeah. true kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they just want she she's writing this for everybody else. I want to tell this story to show you that you know whatever you've been through, you can survive right. it. It's all about being a survivor. Oh, like How do you move Sydney on from, from Scream? Whatever. Once again, yes, another <laughs> callback. There's a lot of it here. Yes, there is a lot. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I I really didn't pick that up. That but I mean that was, that's a good call right there. Yeah, there there was a lot like I. I noticed, you know, it's just that's just one of them. Uh, so we we catch up like with Lori and uh, and, and Allison, like they're both like Lori. She bought a house properly, like downtown Haddonfield. She's tired of living afraid and all that. Like Allison is is working now as a nurse, uh, and we also catch up with Corey, where he's still pretty hated in the town. Like I get the sense, like everyone, like he's the new just just like Lori is too. Yeah. Lori is still a pariah in this town, very much so. Yeah. Um, and he's being like, even though he's not in high school, he's being beaten up by high school bullies, by by, by high school band members. Man. Yeah, and, and you <laughs> know like, it, they kind of look like uh, they should have been extras in uh, I don't know, like Gummo or some dumbass movie like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I couldn't I couldn't quite put my finger on that group there. Yeah. Like they they seem like band member rejects, like like real dickheads. Right. I mean because like the like the lead kid, 
he's wearing, wearing a Leatherman jacket, I think. Like, I feel like he's playing the jock who's like the bully, <laughs> right. but he's in band. It doesn't make sense because he's wearing band pants. Right. And, so and, and, you I know, couldn't quite figure it out. Like, back in our day, like, the high school jock was like Donald Gibbs. He was 40 years old and like eight feet tall. Like, at least now. Yes, the, and the, muscular. Right. Yeah. Someone you'd be like, oh, he's definitely going to kick my ass. Like, this little fella, it's just, you know, I didn't see it. But, like, the other kid had a pretty decent mullet, so I could see bully about him right away. You know what I mean? But still, they're high schoolers. I mean, I, I grant. I mean, I'm sure there are some intimidating high schoolers out there. For sure. But if you're, if you're what, he's, Corey is now at least 20. 24, 25 yeah. in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or his character is. Yeah. I mean, you really wouldn't be super intimidated like that. And I don't think a lot of high schoolers would come up and just like trying to start shit with you. Right. No matter what. I mean, no matter, I mean, I don't care who you are. I mean, I guess you can be a pretty meek 20 year old or whatever, but most 25 year olds are not small people you know right. you're in the prime of your life so right but maybe it's just, know, but maybe I, it's just years so far of him dealing with just the constant barrage of people just hating him because of the accident well he is yeah he has town. been beaten down yeah yeah i mean nobody in his life is really good to him except maybe his father his stepfather um, it's not even his father it's yeah his stepfather yeah that's right. Yeah, his his mom kind of hates him, and you get the sense he has a really terrible home life, and like his stepdad is really like the only one kind of looking out for him. They establish that pretty early on in, in their you, relationship. So I, you mentioned his mom, yeah, which she's just kind of a crazy woman. I, I got a callback to another movie here, but it wasn't a horror movie. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you've seen this movie in a long time, uh, Boogie Nights. Do you remember that? Where, uh. Boy, what's his name? Who, who plays plays the main character, Dick, Dirk Diggler? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, his mother at the start of that movie is very much like this lady. Oh, really? Just yeah, real bitchy to him and stuff like oh, that, and just like pushes him that's away. That's like any mom from any eighties eighties movie, basically. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, it could be. In, in yeah, certain that's movie probably name, it's like there it is. Yeah, but I felt like that's kind of what it was, and it's also. Because I, 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 I was thinking this one too, but it, it, it's a little farther off. It's a little bit of Carrie mixed into it. Yeah. With with her mom coming in and just completely bringing your main character down. Every yeah. time things something good happens to him, it's like, nope, you can't go. You're not going to go hang out with that girl. You're not going to do anything like that. You can't meet people. You need to come home right away. That kind of Kristen's stuff. Kristen's mom from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Jesus. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, they're everywhere, man. The entire movie is one... Constant. Well, here's here's another one for you uh, in kind of like an it style kind of callback as Corey is accosted by these two kids. They throw him over a bridge and uh, he's then dragged into a sewer by an unknown oh, monster, geez, yes. which is, you know, if you've read it or see it's it's Pennyworth. Man. Yeah, yeah, Pennywise all day, basically. Pennywise, Pennywise yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. So, OK, <laughs> and automatically I, I have a question because there's there's a guy living under the bridge. You know, he looks like he, he's established there like that's his camp for sure. Uh, and he looks like he's been there for quite a while. Um, after Corey is dragged away ominously by some shape, you know, quote, <laughs> into the sewers, mm-hmm. you, you get the sense right away, like, okay, it's obviously Michael is dragging him away. But my question is, like, yes. are are Michael and this guy neighbors? Like, does he see Michael leave all the time? Because he said something, like, you know, he's like, most people don't come out of there. Or, or no, this is later on in the movie, right, when he runs into the homeless guy again? This is about 35 minutes oh, into fuck. the movie Okay, here. okay, yeah, so... Okay. Anyway, yeah, so Corey's distracted in the sewer at this point with just the, the other guy living under the bridge right next door to the sewer pipe. That is the yeah. the opening to what we find out is Michael Myers' uh, lair. He's basically he's basically been stealth camping uh, underneath Main Street of fucking Haddonfield for the past four years. No one's noticed. Yeah. 
this this is where the movie for me. I was I was kind <laughs> of going with this movie to start off with. This is where they lost. Like, this is like forty five minutes into the movie, right? Yeah, like I like you got my text when I was watching this movie. Uh-huh. Like it was it was kind of like slow, 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 slow. Yeah. But I'm still going with it because I want to see where I'm going. I like what they were doing with the Lori character. Like I said, we'll talk about it. But this is where it just kind of goes off the rails for me here because nothing is explained what's going on here. Yes, he gets dragged in there. So I've, I already know, and they've telegraphed this early on in the movie because they showed that little that little pipe. Yeah. You know, they kind of focus in on it. So you know, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, Michael is probably down there, you know, living amongst, you know, the homeless people down under the bridge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he gets dragged in there. And this is where we first get to see Michael because Michael gets a hold of Corey as he's trying to like kind of just, he's looking around he's gonna he's gonna try to sneak out but through a wall I don't know why he's st- he's on the other side of a wall no. but reaches out and starts choking Corey I do out too. Michael Myers is almost 70 at this point in the timeline and he's and what has he been living on rats just like he was in that house basically yeah you know for four years like you know a la Lestat style well, at least they played it up here. They make it look like he's very weak. He is, yeah. He, he doesn't have his he's, juice. He's lost that. a little like, bit of stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. he attacks Corey, and then they have a moment, like a meet, okay. like a meet cute kind of moment, where Michael yeah, looks into his get eyes, into this. and he's. Uh, I guess the implication is that he recognizes a darkness, even though they established that, you know, Corey isn't Michael. His his incident was an accident. Like he didn't he yeah. didn't mean to hurt anybody, and all he's done is basically take shit. So why? Why the dark turn? I don't know. That, that that's one other thing. I, I it didn't that didn't really make much okay. sense. Here is yeah. This is probably my biggest criticism of this movie. Is none of this is explained. <laughs> none of this is set up. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah, because like you said, he grabs him and they they look each other in the eye, mm-hmm. and then you get like this flashback of other stuff that's going on from like other movies or prior movies. No, that's from people uh, dying. Yeah. The, it, no, it was a. Uh, the incident from from year yeah, one, right? Where, incident, yeah, yeah, and all that. The key falls off. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yes, is it just they 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 see something in each other's eyes and they found the kindred spirit, or did Michael telepathically transfer darkness over to? Thank him? you. I instantly None of went this Jason is goes explained. to hell with that. Like, okay, so his spirit's in this kid now? Yes. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it, I was going to, like, Halloween 5. Oh, man. You know, the druid thing yes. where he's, like, an evil spirit and all that stuff. That's what I was going Fuck. to. Because I was, I was like, Jesus, they're not going here. Because How do you rip off a movie in your own franchise, man? Like, holy that, shit. That, one of the worst ones in, in the franchise, right? Yes, like, if you're sure. going to, I mean... At least make it like a like an evil mask or something oh, that's gonna man. kill people. At least if you're gonna if you're gonna crib something, crib something good. Oh, Christ, dude, yeah. So yeah, like all of a sudden from that point forward, though, like Michael lets him go, and then you can tell that Corey is like, "Yep, I'm evil now." Like something is growing inside he full, him. Like, yeah, he full on goes uh, goes Venom Toby. Dark. Yeah, he starts combing his yes. hair different. You know, he's he's dressing in dark clothes and shit, and it's like, wait, what happened? Okay. And yeah, here I, I, I'm getting I'm probably a little ahead of myself on this, but 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 this this movie looms very large in this yeah. one. This is this is where you first see these signs of Carpenter's other film, Christine. Yes, this is Artie or Arnie. I'm sorry, Arnie's character Arnie who starts off so innocent, mm-hmm. comes into contact with a dark being, yep. and then all of a sudden just slowly slides into madness. And we're, we're going to get a scene. I, I think everybody knows what scene I'm talking about that is completely taken out of uh, Christine. But we'll get to that scene here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, um, so after after Corey gets out of the sewers, he uh, 
like he takes like okay th- this is when the homeless guy confronts him the homeless guy uh, confronts Corey and he's like not any, yeah. you know nobody else who's gone in there has come out of this pipe so he establishes right there that he's witnessed Michael Myers just dragging people down there for like yes. food and not say shit for like years maybe like fucking well he uh, says that he's Michael Myers right yeah 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 it, that's when he pulls the knife and then they they fight and Corey takes the knife from the homeless guy and this is kill you know or you know. Uh, his first intentional kill. His first kill. intentional, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It, but it's still right. it's still very much self-defense. Right. Uh, you know, it wasn't like intentional, but right. he really goes to town on him. But okay. Right. Oh, okay. We need to back up real quick. Because, uh, yes, yes, b- yes. Before this stabbing incident happened, uh, the first time Corey was accosted by the high school bullies, he uh, Lori, d- Lori chases him off and she takes him to the ER where he meets Allison. And instantly... Yeah. Yes. Uh, she like Mickey and Mallory style. They're just like, they can't focus on anything else. And they're like in deep smittenship with one another. I, I love, I love your, another callback. I love how you just threw <laughs> and, that in and there too. I didn't write this. I was going to, I was going to make that call. I, I just see the movies yeah. that they picked from. <laughs> yeah. Very much natural born killers. That <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I okay. see that later on in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I do like these two characters. But okay. Um, and, and they, you know, it, they do have a good chemistry together, but I don't get the severe intensity from zero to like fuck yeah, let's burn it all down. Like from on Allison's behalf, because she's she's four years removed from Michael Myers, basically, and by all indications, has been leading a, a very regular life. Yes, but she's also an extremely fucked up character. Mm. Her, I mean, look what she's been through. Her parents True. have been killed. Yeah, okay. I mean, she's living with Lori this whole time and having to deal with the the, the town, yeah. all this crap. So, yeah, she's watched her. I think, didn't her boyfriend die in the uh, previous it one? It kills, well? yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that's why these characters go together. Now, granted, yes, it's, it's really quick. <laughs> So but I also quick. see the attraction that you can you can make that connection there because these are two characters who are dealing with a lot of the same stuff. Oh, okay, They're yeah. you know both looked upon as weirdos in the community, and all they all they want to do is leave. That's that's like their big thing. It's 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 that idea of like I just want to get the hell out of here. Now, where it goes off the rails is is a <laughs> little bit down further in the Wait, movie. It's, they go off the rails further in the movie. Well, yeah, Holy because shit, man. you know. One one character one character in this in this uh, you know love uh, love group here kind of goes a little further off the edge than the other. Oh yeah, so. dude, way out way out of line. And and why she sticks around with that is it we'll we'll have questions about. But yeah, so uh, the, after the second time jump, when we pick up with Corey, modern day and all that, it's they they say it's October twenty eighth or 29th, right? Like it's a couple of days before Halloween. Mm-hmm. So all of this is leading up in the, into to you know like the the third act of the movie, which would obviously be October thirty first. But like at a couple of points in the movie, they show like October 29th, October thirtieth, and like that's how they just just like they do in the original Halloween, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how, like they kind of set the stage. So after after Corey has the incident with Michael and the homeless guy, he then goes on a date with uh, with Allison, right? But then there's a uh, like some cop is just there fucking with him. Like the entire yeah, time so this is, date. like is he is he into Allison? Like is that what they're the cop? Yeah. No, see the cop is her ex boyfriend. Oh. It is it is, is her established? Ass- yes. It's it, it's established because he pulls her over. Uh-huh. Um 
as she's just driving home from work, I think. Oh yeah, okay. And he's like, "Hey, I did, you know, you know, yeah, I wanted to talk mm. to you and say hi to you, but yeah, the reason I pulled you over is because yeah, your bump, your uh, uh, muffler's about to fall off." Oh, and she's like, okay. "Oh, I had no idea, but but that's where he's set up. He's like, "Hey, I've been you know thinking about you, that kind of thing." So it's implied very much that yeah, these people, there's a relationship there. But obviously, as as you learn from you know their interactions, this guy's a real dickhead. He's yeah. a real asshole. real asshole. You know, he treats people like shit. You know, yeah. I I I think that's probably somebody projecting their idea of what cops are. I think honestly, at least in small um, towns, yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah, is somebody that he's just got like you know the small penis syndrome, right? It's just yeah. like I'm there to bully people. Pretty much. But yeah, so so we jump ahead to this next date where, you know, um. Oh, we didn't even call this out because when Corey shows up at uh, uh, Allison and Lori's house, he's standing out there like Michael Myers from the original. Uh, oh Halloween. yeah, yeah, behind just behind a bush. Yeah, and I think I think that's supposed to be where Lori's supposed to realize like something's not right with this kid. Yeah, yeah, that it. Think, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Lori was was she was all all protective of him. And it's like he's a good kid and all that, and you know yeah. he, he just needs a chance. And then the instant she sees him like just standing behind the bush, a la Michael style. Her complete demeanor towards him instantly changes. Yeah, I think she's kind of projecting at this point. Like at this point, she's like going back to her trauma and saying, "Oh I mean, no, 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 be fair, you are like, bad." Who the fuck really hangs out by a bush like that, just staring at shit? With your, that's that's kind well, of a not not only move. that, but she walks out to go confront him, and then he comes up behind her and scares her. <laughs> so. Yeah, so like I say, he's got the darkness. But yes, so yes, yeah. So we get to that point in the restaurant, yeah, where where mm-hmm. this is where this is where I I understand where these characters are coming from because he's there and he's basically confessing yes. to Allison that is like, look, something is going on with me. I've killed somebody, and I mm-hmm. I don't feel right. I can't do this. I have to get away. Much like David, much like David tried doing in America Werewolf in London when he confessed. <laughs> okay, I get that one. I get that. That was that's a little far to stretch, but I'll, I'll go with you on that. I think that's good though. Like I'm a yes. that's the first one that left this come, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's so that from that scene right there, because right. already we're seeing this this darkness coming out of. He's got a sinister edge. To yeah, because he, he's standing right? up for himself now. He's trying to fight. Like he tried to do that with the teenagers, and they threw him over the bridge. They kicked his ass. Yeah, yeah. but now he's like, I'm not afraid anymore. He's like, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is where he he lures the cop. Right? He doesn't lure the cop. The cop follows him. Okay, so the cop just follows him. Like the cop is going to okay. go and just kind of fuck with him some more. So he right because when he walks out, he leaves uh, Allison's house and he sees a car down the street. He sees him. Light turns on. He takes off. He sees him following him. He goes under the bridge, and he sees the cop, the cop car pull up, and that's when he kind of just disappears and hides. Yeah, it, but he goes into the sewer pipe to hide, right? Yeah, eventually he follows him because he first he thinks he's in the tent, right? Opens up that tent, and the homeless guy falls out there. The homeless dead. guy he killed earlier is there, right? And Corey jumps him real quick. They and get into Michael kind scared. of a scuffle out there. Yeah, and then Corey jumps into the tunnel. And I don't know why the cop would just take it upon himself to go down the sewers to chase somebody. Yeah. You know, when he's been jumped by somebody in the first place. Well, hey, man, that, that ass isn't going to kick itself. So That's true. He's going to get down that sewer pipe and fuck that kid up. Um, yeah. So as he's going down the sewer pipe, this is when kind of Michael has his Stella got his groove back moment and refines his kill mojo, right? Because he's kind one. Of. Is he the one who takes he- out the cop? He well he he starts with it. it it's more of a tag team here, because oh, like okay. Michael you. Michael comes out like first I think Corey starts wailing on him a little bit and then Michael comes out helps him, grabs mm-hmm. him and that's when Corey's like he he gets on his back pulls him down he's like do it do it do it 
and that's when uh oh no i'm sorry let me take that back a little bit he grabs the knife and uh cory's asking michael he's like show me how it's done show me how to do it which i i don't get that but okay (laughs) it's like how hard is it to stab a guy i don't know yeah but they start tussling again Mm -hmm. and then cory gets behind him He's holding the cop down, yeah, and Michael yeah, comes up. Corey's sitting on and his ass, and, and he's got the cop held around his shoulders. The cop's laying flat on his back, and Michael just comes up, and like it's almost like stabbing he's him. he's stabbing Corey, like at that point, but because kind of how of. the cop's body is positioned, like on. Yeah, I felt like, I felt like that's Corey. a pretty long blade. Didn't you think he, that yeah. blade was going to go through <laughs> and stab Corey too? too? Yeah, it's exactly what I thought. <laughs> so he ends up killing the cop. Okay, in their and murder double team. Yeah, so so like there's this. Once again, I have I don't know what's exactly happened here. If Michael is just does Michael need because this is the other theory I've read this one. Uh-huh. And I, I had to kind of go back and kind of listen to th- some of the things in the movies that they oh. said there, where Laurie says that yeah Michael gets stronger kind of the more he kills. So Did she say does that? Michael need Corey? Yeah, there's there's she she has a line that says that he the darker he becomes or, or something. Is like that what that, she was doing her Carrie that, Bradshaw or, style talk over as she's typing? He, I think it, I I don't know if it was in that one or it might have been in Halloween oh, Kills, boy. where she was talking about this. Jesus. But yeah, there's, it's implied there that Michael gets stronger the more he kills. He's like he the Hulk. He, get, from he gets stronger the angrier he gets. Yeah. Yeah. So does he need uh, an able body? Oh, wow. To bring him to channel bodies, his. Oh, know? so like Freddy style, like with with Freddy and Jason, he Did, needs to get kills two? to build his strength. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. I was just going Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, where he he'd had to inhabit the body of a teenage kid. Sure did. <laughs> do this. So anyway, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, does is Michael using Corey for that very that very purpose? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. I'm, we're just kindred spirits here. I'm getting old. I need to pass this mantle on to somebody. Oh my god. Here you go. I don't know. It was not explained in this movie. It's irritating, but we keep going. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I don't know, but I think like Mike, you could tell Michael gets a little stronger in this moment, though. Like he's he does, he yeah, is getting yeah, because as he kills him, like he he stands up like a little stronger. Yeah, and he like, like he takes his deep breath. He's like like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. he's like he he's breathing in. Like all right, I get I needed that. Like a a smoker just lighten up a menthol real quick to be able to breathe for. Yes, and I feel like that like that bit because I, I want to say that that speech came from Halloween Kills. So I think that was part of that mythos. Was you know the more he would kill, the stronger he was, the more invincible he becomes. Whereas this one, I think this is just kind of a leftover from that script, that prior script before they did a lot of these rewrites. But that is just me uh, speculating here. After after Michael got his killer instinct back, quote, uh, we, we check in with Allison at work and she's up for a promotion and she loses out on the promotion to a nurse who is very heavily inferred at that point that she's... Uh, She's sleeping with 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 the She's doctor sleeping with the boss, who, who yeah. the decision. But this that. is these characters, man. I mean, all these characters in this movie are ultra despicable. Like, I don't know is it is it a social commentary on today's like uh, society where we're all just kind of dickheads now? We're all we're all self absorbed that you know we don't care. Like like this character who she works with constantly talks shit about Allison in front of her face, like she's not even there. It's it's, it's nuts. Up. But then like. After after the doctor and the nurse leave, this is when they end up at the at the doctor's house, I believe it is. And yes, uh, do we get double team number two here? Yes, right. So Corey and Michael both do the hacking and slashing on the doctor and the nurse at this point in the movie. Well, the doctor is, is right? I think, is all Corey. 
Corey Corey gets the doctor with the uh, uh, the corkscrew. Oh, okay, right. Because and they kind of set that up early because they show like the doctor opening up, just the like Jason and, on Crispin Glover. Yep, yes, just yep, <laughs> sets that thing down, and you see it, and you're just like, oh, yep, yeah, that's going to be used as a yep, weapon. Gone. Yeah, it's, it, was, it that wasn't as classy, but uh, you know, no, they, not as they, classy. They, but they did it, okay. and then yeah, so then we get to the uh, the, the coworker, the nurse, the nurse, where, yep. Where she sees what's happening, she sees it, and then yeah, here comes. Uh, you know, Corey chasing after her. Now, this is the thing I do love because Corey is is going to be running around here and he's going to be thinking like he's like Michael Myers. But the, the big difference between him and Michael Myers is like every time he tries to do something and get hit, like mm-hmm. it hurts him. Yeah, he, like, he goes down. Yeah, he shoves his hand in that door and she slams on him and he's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, this, yeah. like, like he just drops the weapon and everything and just falls to the ground. Like mm-hmm. he he wants to like, punch through that window like I know he does but he's like he, I think he realizes after he gets hit in the hand he's like oh I can't do this right but th- yeah this is where Michael shows up and this is our first actual well second callback really to the Halloween movie where he picks her up just like he did originally with Bob in the first one yeah and hails her right to the right there to the door or yep. right there to the wall and she just is hanging there it's great I love it mm-hmm. Because that, that's one of the all-time, like, best kills in Halloween, where he gets, he takes that dude, picks him up, like, three feet or two feet off the ground, right? Yeah. With one hand, and then just impales him with a butcher knife. So, they it was, it was a good call. They H2O back. also. Did they? I don't remember yep. if they did that one. Sure okay. Did. Well, I mean, it's, it's not canon anymore, so it doesn't count. But Okay, okay. <laughs> not canonical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid they picked something that was decent. <laughs> right. Uh, so, then, after... Yeah, After at this the point, doctor and nurse incident, this is when Corey and Alice's relationship really takes, like, not a bit of a turn, but it gets very serious very quick. This is where they both decide they're just going to leave Haddonfield together, right? Yeah, so this is where they have that that uh, talk on top of the radio station where where they're just, like, saying, you know, I just want to get rid of this. I want to burn the place down. I don't want to be here anymore. Fuck right. this whole place, right? I get it. Like, if I was living in that town and, like, I was the victim and the butt of everybody's jokes, listen to everybody talk. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be there either, but this is, this is where it doesn't always make sense. Cause he's like, she's like, I want to burn this place down. And he's like, I will light the match. Right. You know, it's like, well, it's like uh, okay. I feel like he's going a little dark here where she's like, yeah, yeah I think I'm talking metaphorically. I think you're talking <laughs> right. literally. <laughs> right. You need to slow down here, Corey. It's chill out. So it's at this point though, where Lori confronts them, right? Yeah, she or, she yeah. has has words with both of them, and you know, saying you know, first with Corey, she's like, yeah, I I want to help you. Let me help you. You need help. And then mm-hmm. she's also confronting Alice and saying, look, something is not right. He's he's not in a good place. Right. I mean, because she, she like, finds he him. Kinda, he kind of threatens Lori a bit, right? Yeah, because he find Lori yeah. finds him sitting in the uh, in the old house where the kid died, laying right. on top where he landed. I think at that point there's some red flags there. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's where he kind of threatens her. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, if I can't have her, nobody can. He starts saying that kind of shit, which is really weird too, but. Oh yeah, dude. Fucking A, that's weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then he kind of, you know, subtly threatens her, th- threatens Lori, but Lori kind of slips right. out. Like she, she does, she pulls the whole Michael thing, which I kind of like in this, where she can just disappear yep. like that. Just disappear. Yeah. Like Batman just yeah. right out of the room. Right, like, Cause nope. he just turns around. He's like, where the hell did she go? And he looks at the window right. and it's like, yeah, the, the, the curtains are just flapping there. Like the windows. Yeah. open. So she's vapor. So then, uh, this catches up us to October 31st. It's officially Halloween in Halloween kills. And this is another weird part in the movie is that Corey, 
Corey goes back to the sewer, and mind you, uh, they already have like a handful of kills just about underneath their their collective belt. Yeah. So Michael, he has his killer instinct back. Like he's, you know, he's about as strong as he can be for a ninety five year old man like living in the sewers or whatever he is. Uh, so Corey goes to the sewers and fights. Yes. Michael and successfully kind of kicks his ass a little bit. I don't though, like this. I don't like yeah, this. It, it doesn't make much sense considering how, like you said earlier, how many problems Corey had, had up to this point by being human and feeling pain and things like that. Whereas he just, he successfully takes on the T-800 and walks away just fine. Like he kicks Michael's ass for the mask. Like he's trying to guess, yeah. like claim his, his birthright or something. I don't know. His birthright. Yeah. From his dad. Like, you know, King's Landing is mine. And so like, and he takes the mask and he's out. Did you, how did, how did you feel about that scene? Oh, I hated did it. that make much sense to you? I, okay. I didn't like it because <laughs> it's, it's antithetical, anti, it's the very antithesis of what Michael is. Michael is supposed to be the super strong dude as they clearly set up in the first and second movie, especially the yeah. second movie where, yeah, I understand. Yeah. They tried to make it, set it up in this movie where he's like, oh, he's been under here and he's very weak and he's old and he's just frail. No, but he's right. gaining strength from killing. They showed that. He's able to pick that right. girl up and pale her with one arm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see that this little weakling who's getting his ass kicked by the teenagers, you know, is going to all of a sudden have super strength and be able to take on Michael. Unless maybe you can give the movie this. Maybe Michael let him win. Oh, my but God. But I don't think so because Michael didn't want to give up that mask for anything. Like, he never wanted it. Like it was his mission in the last one. Once they, once uh, Allison took that uh, uh, mask from him, like he was gonna was to get it back. Yeah, he was chased her down to go get it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't like it, but I guess I will go with it to keep the plot moving here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the plot kind of moves forward. I guess is that uh, Lori and Allison have an argument where Lori ends up saying Michael is basically uh, or I'm sorry Allison tells Lori Michael is basically her fault so then we we begin we we flash cut to to Corey where he starts a full on rampage like he takes out the 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 bullies who were fucking with him his stepfather too is uh, is also taken out yeah let's 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 go to this to this one first I think does he start with his mom first I think it's the the bullies okay so he starts with the bullies Uh, I, I can't remember now exactly what the order is. Okay, let's start with the bullies. So he shows yeah. up there at the at the junkyard where he works at, right? Yeah. This is where I completely thought, like, oh, we're finally going to get some payoff for them showing the goddamn, uh, like, crusher that they've shown, like, six times in this six movie. Six times. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, you're like a you're, lot. you know from the very start of this movie, you're like, oh, somebody's going in that thing. It's going to be crazy. Yep. So I'm waiting mm-hmm. for this because, like, oh, they're in the junkyard. Here we go. So, yep. yeah, so they show up. They they corner the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they corner him in there, uh, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna just fuck him up here." Because yeah, because they show up there because he rides Psycho on his car, right? on the on the band member's car. He he keyed it in or yeah. something there. So, right? yeah, so he keyed the kid's car, and then somehow they knew he'd be at the junkyard. So they drive over to the junkyard. Yeah. yeah, and they're there, and they're like, "Oh shit, somebody's in the back office. Let's do this quick." So they're gonna beat like break up his bike and everything, and his motorcycle. Oh, right. And everything. So like, yeah, let's just do that. He's not here. We can't find him. So let's do that. Let's just do that. And then, yeah, the one kid who's like got the mullet, he goes off to go get the car, right? And mm-hmm. he never comes back. Nope. So the, the leader of the group goes over there, sees him. Yeah. His little drumstick is like jammed through his uh, eyeball. 
And so that's when the, the characters finally start freaking out like, oh my God, we're going to die. And here we get that uh, uh, Christine scene that I talked about because all you see is like the, the two teenagers running and then you see the headlights come on behind them. And then the mm-hmm. car just chases them down and runs them down. Very it's Christine. Very much, yeah. very much lifted from that movie. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, those, those are, I think those are the, either the Carpenter influences or like his direct influences, or it was just like, everybody loves Carpenter. So there's like, I'm putting as much homage in there as I can for him. So <laughs> as many influences yeah. wink as I can put in. So Jesus. yeah, they run over the one girl. Like I thought she was dead, right? She was just pinned underneath this fence underneath mm-hmm. the tow truck that was run over. And then, yeah. Corey gets out, takes a giant wrench out, and just beats the shit out of, you know, crushes the, crushes the other girl's skull. And, you know, and these, and these people, keep in mind, they're all just big wolf characters. They all kind of get their comeuppance here. And then yeah. the leader, he runs off. He's he's banging on the office door, and he sees uh, Corey's stepdad in there. He's he's watching. What Which movie was he watching, Van Damme? Because you, you know Van Damme movies. Which movie was he watching? Was it Lionheart? It, yeah, I think it was. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering if if uh, anybody on this set had anything to do with that film. It, it had to have been because I don't know why they would have picked that film. It is a, it's a strange pick like, yeah. to me. Like, why not pick another Carpenter movie? But maybe I don't know. That was just something special for somebody. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, just somebody's favorite movie. But yeah, yeah, so he finds that and he's like, "Hey, I need help. My friends are being killed out here." Yeah, the stepdad pulls out some uh, pulls out a, a a rifle for the kid and he takes his handgun. Yeah. Full on, like this guy's not fucking. Around. He's like Michael Myers is from around here. Let's go. Yeah, it like, seems, seems he's pretty ready to go. Seems pretty real, right? That I mean, a guy at a yeah, junkyard sure. would also have guns there, you know? Because yeah. it seems like it's a high theft kind a lot of business. Of expensive shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he goes running out there. He sees the the girl underneath the tow truck. The other girl with her brains bashed in, and then he sees Corey standing there, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, Corey, I think he takes the mask off and he sees him, and that's when this kid comes behind him. And it's like, oh, I got you now. I got you now. And then. <laughs> amazingly just Corey steps out of the out of the way the instant like a shot is fired and it hits the the dad dead center in the in the sure between the eyes man and just puts him down yep and then oh and then and then this is where yeah the 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 main that the leader of that group gets a, a pretty vicious kill yeah <laughs> because he pulls that uh that welding torch out mm-hmm. and just proceeds to weld him in the mouth yeah, it was pretty fucking gnarly. And I don't know who to feel worse for. It's it's either the guy who's getting welded, which is pretty gruesome, but the girl yep. who's still alive is watching this happen. Yeah, and, yeah, it was it, fucking Jesus. Oof, yeah. it, it was pretty vicious. It, it felt to me like that was almost like saying, hey, I'm not going to forget about you, Rob Zombie. I want to put some pretty visceral stuff in here to make you feel uncomfortable. So here's, here's a little, little callback to you. I mean, they did that shit in kills too. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, then he goes off to his mother's house, kills his mother, yep. which is kind of yep. anticlimactic. I think he just stabs her. Um, yeah. And then goes to the radio station. We didn't. We kind of glossed over this when they're at the radio station. Have him and Allison were having their heart to heart. The radio mm-hmm. host who you you've heard him throughout the whole movie. He's on every radio station. <laughs> yeah. You know, even Allison is like, God damn it. Like, this is just one of those things you can't get away. All, he's on every radio station. Yet she never changes mm-hmm. the channel if you notice that. She's always listening to him. Yeah, everybody's already listened to yeah. it all the time. But I mean, for a person like Allison to complain about it, but then to keep listening is kind of hypocritical. But I digress. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. he came out and confronted them and was treating them like shit. So he's automatically a despicable uh, person, too. So next, next kill on his list is he's going to go back to that radio station and get the DJ. And Corey's going to go get the DJ. I kind of enjoy this kill scene. This one is kind of hokey. 
and it does take me back to another horror movie and you'll probably know i i, I kind of wondering if you're going to the same place here so take take this one from it i don't remember this kill scene oh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna surprise you because you're gonna you're gonna remember a little bit of this okay so he shows up at the radio station right and he's, right away he he walks into the radio station he goes to the front counter and there's you know this girl who's working the counter and she's like hey yeah what what can i do you for and, you know he's wearing he's wearing the michael myers mask and uh then we kind of cut over to the DJ in his DJ booth, but you can see what's going on behind him. And you see like, like the, the girl's struggling with the guy and she's clearly getting killed. And then he goes oh. in there and then just goes after the DJ. He starts beating the shit out of him. You know, it's, it's, I love the makeup effects here. It looks all practical. Um, the DJ's face is basically, uh, you know, his jaws like kind of busted and wide open and, it's it's kind of the poetic justice where you know he takes a pair of scissors and cuts the guy's tongue off because he's got a nasty tongue, right? Oh, that's right. And then yeah, it falls okay. under the record. Now. But the the yeah. movie that this one takes me back to is a, 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 some people might call it a classic, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two, where where all this crazy shit is happening at a radio station. Um, did you you've you've seen that movie, haven't you? Was that the one with Bill Moselli? Yes. yes. Yes, I have. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, I still to this day, even though it's like campy and ridiculous, that is still so campy. it is still a creepy scene when when you go to that radio station and, yeah. and Bill Mosley is there as Chop Top and mm-hmm. Leatherface is in there. But that's what that took me back to. I was like, oh my god, they're calling back to that movie. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing but callbacks. Like I'm I'm watching this movie and I'm wondering, is it is it me? Just having watched all these movies before in my life and just making those connections, or are are they actually putting these these homages in there, hoping that you'll see that? It's it's one of the fun things about watching this film, I will say. Right. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, so we we get to that kill, and that's where I we're gonna get to the, finally to the kind of the climax of this movie. What we were waiting for was yeah, and, and this is uh, the movie itself is. Less than two hours long. It's, and it's I think damn near Michael close Myers, to two hours, though. Yeah. Michael Myers has been on screen for maybe eight minutes yes, at this point. I, I think that's and, being and, generous. And the movie has, at this point, like the, this last scene we're coming to, it, it's only a couple of minutes. Uh, we're in the last 25 minutes of the movie, basically. And I'm still waiting, like, well, how's this going to end? Like, where's Michael? Well, like, when are you hearing Lori? Like, what's going on? Yeah, mind you, remember, this, is, this movie has been set up as the final fight between Lori <laughs> and Michael. It was the entire fucking marketing promotion. Like, this is it. This is the coup de grace. Like, the, the two titans are going to go at it. And I was like, let's fucking see this. Yes. You know, it, see Laurie kick his ass again. But, it, you know, we're here we are fucking 70 minutes in. It's like, well, maybe they'll fight eventually. Yeah. It's just nuts. So. Yeah. So after after he deals with DJ, uh, we go back to, we catch back up with Laurie. Yeah. She's, she's, she, she's like in a dark place all of a sudden. Very dark place, and you know, she calls the cops and and, and reports a, a, a shooting at her home. A suicide, yeah, at her location. Oh, that was yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we're being led to believe like she just can't deal with it anymore. Like Allison's gone. You know, Michael may be back on the rampage. She just, you know, yeah, she's had it. She can't go any further. Yeah. Like it, it's just a straw too far. It's it's it's, it's yeah. yeah. So like it, the, the door is partially closed. We hear a shot ring out, and then not even that. You see a we, splatter. 
Was it a splatter? A splatter and goop flying. It was the pumpkin. I don't remember that. Oh, man. So when did she actually shoot She shoots the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern that's sitting on her mantle. Oh, that it's was it. It's an actual okay. jack-o'-lantern that she was... They set it up early in the, she in the movie. She the candles on before. She was out yeah, there, she was out there carving a pumpkin, getting the stuff yep. out, and she dropped a little of that splatter onto the floor and made the same sound. It was, right, it was a nice okay. little callback. Yeah. So th- there's a shot, and the, like, the, the door pushes open. And it, it's Corey as Michael and Lori is like just standing there with the gun already pointed and says something cool and, and shoots the guy like right in the in the face, right? In the chest. Like two two chest, two in the chest. Like, like boom yeah. boom. And yeah, and he he just falls down. Cause I, yeah, her line is like, Did you really fucking think I was gonna shoot myself? Like <laughs> right, which I kind it, of yeah. love because it goes back to that. Cause I I I'll take this moment here to kind of talk about Lori here, because I I, I, I kinda wanna talk about her. In her character. So when we left her on Halloween Kills, she, mm-hmm. and, and even in 2018, she is the Linda Hamilton character, right? She is the, she's for the sure. take no shit. I'm there. Everybody hates me, but I'm going to be the one proven right, and I'm just going to be the kick-ass woman that's going to go there. She is right. not that character in this movie. They have totally yeah, rewritten different. her now to be a much more caring person. She, she's much more motherly in this one, and they've gotten yep. away from that whole... Yeah, shoot him up, big bang mama kind of thing, right? Right. So they they changed it up, which it, is weird considering that she was she was very prepared when Michael was in prison, and then with him on the run, she ah, it's fine. Yes, like no 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 guard things, no special you know weird contraptions built into the house to make it like a a layer, nothing like that. Yeah, just not only that, not a care in the world. But it's also it's like they they've reversed the roles of society and her. So before yeah. she was the hermit living on the outskirts where everybody talked about her and said, Oh yeah, that's, you know, she's just crazy. But you know, we don't, we don't fuck with her. We don't talk with her. Mm-hmm. She's, she's been exiled. She's out. Now it's like, she's just wants to be a part of society where everybody else is just like, Ooh, no, that she's the weirdo one. We don't want to talk to her. Or when right. we do, we'll confront her on the street and we'll talk shit about her, you know, right to her face, that kind of stuff. You know, they, yeah. they've made these subtle role changes that, it's it's it the, the dichotomy there is is really broad here. Like like I, I, I get where they went with the first one in twenty eighteen and then I, I see where they're going with this one. Mm. But I will have to say I like what they've done with the Lori character here. I because it, it's made her a much deeper character here now as you know, before in twenty eighteen you saw her as yes, she's a she's a, a hurt character, but she has one thing in mind, right? I'm going to have my final showdown and that's it. And I got nothing else to live for. Now it's yep. like they've established that she just is a normal woman. She wants to help people. She wants to help yeah. Allison. She wants to have a relationship with uh, the, the sheriff. That there. old cop. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they're setting up all this stuff and they're really developing her as this post-survivor character instead of this post-survivor, I'm just waiting for the apocalypse character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I like what they did with that. But here... They brought her back just a little bit when she drops that line and says, "Full on yeah, badass." Did you mode. really fucking think I was going to shoot myself? And then, bam, bam, just like nothing, just blows the kid away. Yeah, and and he he goes tumbling like all the way down the stairs and stuff. But then they're they're having one final confrontation, not even confrontation. He's very much bleeding like out of his. Yeah, chest, he's been shot twice. Like, so he's on the ground. he's yeah. probably going to die. You know, no matter yeah. what. but he's still alive. Uh, still alive and he and Laurie are having like like a confrontational discussion and as Allison arrives uh 
Corey stabs himself in the neck, but Lori goes to retrieve the knife, and all Allison sees it looks like Lori just fucked up Michael Myers yeah, Jr. Basically. So, what did you think of this scene here? I'm dumb. Okay, yes, thank you, thank you. I was, I was once again. Every time there's something in this movie that I start to go with, they turn yeah. around and they screw it up. Like, yep. Why not have Corey? Like he's one mm. of your protagonists in this movie. He's he's the first character we fucking see in the movie. Yes, man. he's teetering on this dark place. He's going down this dark path. Mm-hmm. Why not give him a redemption moment, <laughs> where he has to like die saving Lori or Allison from Michael? Something. I think that I think that would have been cheaper than him. Well, maybe like it should have been a big impactful moment to where maybe Allison walks in and he's the one taking out Lori, and then Michael appears and kills him. You know, and three claims his mask. Like that would have been a way to seal it all together. Then would have but then would it would have been up to Allison to take out Michael. Like that I, would have been a better way to I wrap guess, this thing up. Because um, I'm a, I'm just of the opinion. Like if if I was running it, like I would have I would have made Corey a redeemable character because he starts off as this character who's just beaten down. Good it's point. not his fault. Good point. You know, yeah. and you know, and everybody has done this to him. Which fine if you want to make a, a social commentary or or a statement that just talks about how you know. Because one of the themes of this movie is nurture versus nature, right? Are yeah, you born sure. evil like Michael or are you made evil? And and mm. it goes into the choices of, okay, are you going to choose to be evil or are you going to choose to be good? I right. If they're going like that, and I guess if you want to make a statement that says, okay, yeah, this is what society has made, Corey. Yeah. You know, you've... you've <laughs> That's ex- yeah, that's an excellent call. It's just I I don't understand. Like I would give them a redeemable moment at this point as a movie yeah. fan. Like that's what you want to do and say, look, Michael shows up. He's gonna kill Allison, but he realizes, well, that is the one thing that I love that keeps me human. So he could so sacrifice. Himself he's got to save, save himself to save Allison, and then Allison in Ooh. turn can can save Lori, right? Right. Oh, I, that, yeah. I would have done it that way, way better. But instead, no, they give him this corny line like he's just gone completely. They just want to leave it completely ambiguous that he's just evil now. And he's and once again, ends on that line. Well, if if I can't have her, nobody can. And then shoves that butcher knife into his, his jugular. Full on to the hilt. To the hilt. Yeah. And amazingly, we'll find out just a little bit later. He's not dead yet. I. <laughs> Isn't that... Like, what the fuck? So, one thing about death, I mean, if you don't know this, like, like if you if your jugular is cut, it is probably the quickest way for you to die. Yeah, you that's know, it. You will, the, your blood pressure drops so quickly, so fast, and all the blood just drains from your brain. Like, you're, yeah. you're out in, like, five to eight seconds, they say. And yeah, that's for it. real. You know, but, like, yeah, he shoves himself, you know, much like... Uh, the the wife in the devil's advocate, um, <laughs> you know, jams herself, but she dies real quick, right? She does. But he falls over. He looks like he's dead, and then yep. the mask then is die, laying to the side. Yeah, and and uh, and Allison is leaving at this point, and then like out of nowhere, boot, and it's like, oh shit! You see it, it, a crabby old hand pick up the mask, and you know Michael's here for it's finally the final showdown, yes. and only six minutes left in the movie. It's going to be a great fight. I know it. Uh, and <laughs> come on, their their fight isn't really that much of a. Ah, it, it's not, much not of really what I expected. No, because it's over with fairly, 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 fairly fucking quickly. Mm-hmm. Like Lori 
she takes a couple shots from Michael, obviously, because, you know, he, she, nobody's going to come out of a fight with him unscathed unless you're Corey in a sewer. Uh, <laughs> so, so they have a bit of a back and forth. But Lori very handily kicks his ass. Uh, she then pins Michael to the table with a knife, right? Yes, with, with a couple knives. Now, I... I'm going to give this movie some credit That part here. was pretty cool. I'll I, give it I that. Enjoyed, like, that part I thought was pretty fucking cool. I enjoyed this fight because here it is. Obviously, it's two geriatric people kind of going at it. <laughs> you know, I guess they wanted to establish that Michael is just not what he used to be. So right. let's maybe they did that because they, they had to set up this final fight. And mm-hmm. yeah, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but, you know, she's not a spring chicken here. She's, she's an older woman, too. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, but she... It's it's like this back and forth fight that I I, I enjoy watching, you know, where yeah. it's just little things like Michael will smash her face into the glass, but then as soon as you think Michael's going to like stab her and put her down, like she makes a little move and then pushes him back, and mm-hmm. you know they get to the sink and then he's like trying to get her arm her arm into the damn garbage disposal. Like garbage disposal. Oh god, yeah. like that's one of my biggest fears right there. Like I would oh, not want my hand just. Right. Fucked up by that, but you, I'm thinking, oh my god, are they gonna do this? Nope, she gets around like that, and then yeah, she gets one of the knives because, like, Michael gets he falls back onto the table, one of the mm-hmm. knives goes right through his hand, I believe. Yep, you know, so yeah, it, it, she pins him to the table by his hand, yeah, and then like takes a frying right. pan and like beats that thing into the into the wood, you know, yeah, so she's hammered move. it in to make sure this dude cannot get off of that table, yeah, and then she gets another knife, right, and then pins it like pins his leg down or something like that. Well, she, uh, yeah, she puts a couple in him, and then she takes his mask off. She, she fucking cuts his throat. And then, uh, like, after after that, mind you, he grabs a hold of Lori, and he's get, basically going to strangle her to death with his one free arm. But that's when Allison just comes flying back into the scene. Dude. Breaks Michael's arm. Did you see dude, the, the dude. Did you see the little Holy part, though, where, where he rips his hand out of the knife, though? Like, no. Oh, you didn't like that. Oh, that's how he fuck. gets that free hand. He gets that one free hand and he pulls oh, it out and yeah. they even show the hand at one scene. You might have to go back just to watch uh, that last scene, but it's Jesus gnarly looking, dude. Christ. It's like split all the way down to like almost the wrist, oh. but it's crazy. That's the hand he was grabbing her with like to, to choke her out. Was the one that was knifed down. Yeah. It's, it's gnarly looking, Shit. but yeah, the special effects, like the, this, the makeup effects in this are really good. I do like the, the gore and the blood in this thing. But yeah, yeah, so that's when Allison shows up and then, yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm not going to let this happen. That's when I think she right. ties him down again or, or stabs his knife and or I can't, I can't remember. She breaks his arm and then Lori that's cuts right. his other wrist. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, she slices his wrist down like lengthwise. Mm-hmm. So it's totally like let's lets the blood drain out of him like he's a he's a pig just they're bleeding him yeah, out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter style yeah. goes right at it. And then yeah. at the very end here now, this is really another weird. weird <laughs> Not a, I don't know. I guess in the context, kind it, it kind of makes sense of the town of Haddonfield. What happens is uh, cops show up like in mass. The, but so the do, sheriff like, shows most... up. The sheriff shows up. Right. W- w- the one who was from the last two movies, he mm-hmm. shows up. He's completely useless in this movie. Like he just shows up and it's like, oh, I've been three steps behind. Oh, goddamn. What's going on? What are you doing? We can't do that. This is not what we do. And she's like, we do that here. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So what they do is Michael is finally dead. They then put him onto the to the roof of a car. Of, of Lori's car. Had, 
Right, yeah, and we're heading back to the salvage yard. Like, people are walking the streets like it's a whole damn funeral procession, basically, on the way to this big-ass industrial shredder. Finally, we're going to get some payoff here. Finally. I was, I was, I was going to yeah. be livid, dude. I, I'm telling you, like, I was watching this. I was like, that's bullshit. After the fight in the junkyard, <laughs> I was like, there's no way they just left this place and did not use that thing. They set it up so many times. So I was glad they finally went back here and said, okay, we're going to make use of this thing. Quick screenwriting tip. Never show an industrial shredder in the first act if you're not going to use yeah. it by the third. Chekhov's industrial shredder, man. You put that <laughs> right. in there. <laughs> oh, you better use that motherfucker. Man, I was going so to be living. They throw Michael like he's a bag of leaves. Lori puts <laughs> him into it, style. man. It's crazy. Yeah. Lori puts him into this fucking shredder, and then he is just annihilated. Mangled. Like, I mean, once yeah, again. There is nothing left. This looked like a practical effect. It might have been CGI. It did. But it looked it practical. Not. The way the Man, thing just crumbled. Practical. The head yeah. crumbled and everything. Mm-hmm. It was very cool looking to say the least. It was. And that's I the bad thing is like some of the scenes like the, the the effects of this movie were good. Yeah. Like there were good things about this movie but story wise man. So anyway, uh, after after Michael is industrial shredded, uh, Allison and Lori make up, and then Allison still leaves uh, Haddonfield, and then we're left off with uh, Lori and the old cop kind of getting together. They're going to rekindle the romance, and then the final shots of the movie are another callback to yep. previous Halloween to movies. To the first Halloween showing, movie, yep. Yeah, where they're showing different parts of like the house and the town, and instead of hearing like the John Carpenter score, it's just... Or the Michael Myers breathing. Yes, yeah, there's nothing. There's it's just nothing. no sound. They're just showing these shots. So they're telling you right there, like, there's no fucking this way yeah. this iteration of Michael Myers could ever return. Yeah. Evil is Which, dead. I mean, is... Or, or yeah, this, like this evil is dead, yes. If there's any more Michael Myers movies, they have to reboot it, right? They can't continue in this timeline, can they? No, this... I, the way I take this is this is a self-contained trilogy here. This is... Okay. Or I, I would say a quadrilogy, right? Because they're... The first one is still a part of this film. Halloween 78 counts. Yes, yeah. it's still there. So yeah, this yep. this is self-contained and that's it for this version mm-hmm. of Michael Myers. Now, judging on what this movie has done at the box office this weekend, it's not like Yeesh. gangbusters, but it's way better than I ever thought it would. 40 million. Yeah. It made it the theaters. Uh, it had a great Thursday night and then the rest of the weekend was like nothing. It, yeah, it trickled in, yeah. but yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how they how they factor in the streaming and all that stuff. Whether you got signups or not, and whether they count that, I don't know. Well, it's free. You don't need to sign up for Peacock. Ah, uh, but if I, you watch if you watch commercials, yeah, it's true. But I mean, maybe they put in the ad revenue and all that stuff. Who knows? Yeah, like I, I don't know how they factor all that. But I mean, I think financially wise, it's not. Like it's open lower than the previous two movies so far. Very, even though well, it's yes. made on. It, it's made under a shade under sixty million worldwide, so it's you know it, it's made its money back. It's probably a break it even territory right now. But if how much life is really left in this, like whether they reboot it or not, or no matter who reboots it, like how much, how many more Halloween movies do you think they well they have? I've I've said this about every franchise out there in Hollywood. I get I get wore out with the reboots and all that stuff. It's like yeah, I, I get it. People are just running out of ideas for originality. It's hard to be original <laughs> for anymore. Sure. But doing mm-hmm. the reboots are the complete cop out of everything. It's just like oh yeah, I just want to make this movie the way I would have done it. And yeah. I can I can get that because we just got done talking about some of the things that we would do different in this movie. But. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'll do it for damn for a site well cheaper than fucking thirty million. I yeah, I give it that. But I mean, for forty million, I don't know. There, there's enough in the tank. I think that they could do something again. I will never Oof. say that this franchise is dead. Um, 
people still like it. It's obviously people tuned in to watch it. Um, Damn. I mean, they, they, I mean, they're they're going to be assholes like us who will watch it no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think there could be down the road. I don't think that the, this has been. This certainly wasn't a flop for them. I mean, they weren't going to make the two hundred million that the first one made. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, there there's some life in this. I th- I think with everything, there if if people are hard up enough for ideas and they want to make some money, there's some movie executives out there. They're going to pitch something and say, "Hey, well, let's just make another Halloween movie or something like that." Let's, right. Know. Okay. So given that there, okay, you figure the original movies are one franchise. Halloween 78 and then this trilogy here are one franchise. And then you got Rob Zombie's franchise. Which Halloween franchise to you is the best? The original version, the rebooted version, or Zombie? <laughs> um, I've got to go. And this is my blasphemy, but I'm going to go with the rebooted version. Um, the trilogy. This current version well, we just got to watch Because we got 78, yes. Because we got 78 yeah, in fair. there. I like the 2018 I think yeah. the majority of people like the the 2018 version. Um, what I've said this many a times, I wish that I that they just would have made that its own movie, just as a sequel to the 78 one, because it it, yeah. it it works as such. There's an ending to it. There's a clear ending to it. You know, we, we see what's happened, and Michael ends up dying. But instead, you got this trilogy. It's weak. Mm-hmm. The 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 last two movies are weak. Um, this last movie. I will tell you this, and and you're, you're probably going to be shocked by this. I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought I was going to be. I wow. this movie has a lot of good points to it, which helps raise up. It yeah. raises itself up to kind of surpass the original trilogy or the original series. You know, because that original series has a lot of terrible movies. Part four, part part five, part six. They're really terrible. Um, H2O is decent Halloween 3 is its own thing I I don't count that in as a part of that series (laughs) there's not a lot of stuff that I love in the original Halloween series except for the first one the second one is is take it or leave it it's a drop it's a definite drop you take it or leave it and it's that and then all the rest of them are just like they just fall off a cliff for me Um, this one doesn't ever get any better in Resurrection man I'm telling you oh god Paul Rudd, man, it's lucky he became Ant Man because. <laughs> no, no, that was uh, you're thinking. Of, I'm talking about the Buster Rhymes one. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, yeah. the Curse of Michael Myers. Curse of Michael yeah. Myers, yeah. Oh, Jesus. That 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 might yeah. be the absolute pits of all of them. I don't know. Oh, yeah, hands down, the worst yes. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but overall, yeah, I would say that this one is the Rob Zombies is its own beast. It's if you. If you like that type of film, you like visceral, gritty, 70s, just in-your-face Texas child. Yes, yeah. just that gritty look. Mm-hmm. That Go for that. That's that's what it's there for you. Me, I, I can watch it, but it's not my favorite. It's a little too in my face for that one. <laughs> right. This one, I think, just finds its sweet spot right in the middle. It's got its flaws, but I would recommend this. Second, this this actual reboot trilogy with 100% the absolute, the best horror film of all time, the 78 Halloween. I think that's the best. What what do you think? The best Halloween movie? The best Halloween series. The, the reboot, oh. the originals, or this one. Where, where would you rank those? 
Well, I tell you the ones I would watch again. Um, <laughs> I think I'd watch original timeline again. I don't really revisit the Rob Zombie ones because they're just damn. Are they right? You know, yeah. they're rough watching. He's, he's in a very particular style and it's just is a little too much sometimes. Yep. Uh, and this Halloween ends and Halloween kills were just so not, I guess, not entertaining enough for me to be able to go back and watch, did complete them as a series. Like, I would watch 2018 again and treat it as a standalone film, like, you know, Michael Dies in the Fire That's kind fair. of thing, all day long. But I think as far as, like, re-watching movies and all that, uh, I would continue to do what I, what I always do, and I start with Halloween 1, and then I go right to Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty fair too with yeah. with occasionally you might watch the halloween 3 the curse of the witch just on the side note I, sometimes yeah but i uh, i do i do like h2o that one is yes. it does have some fun that's the, i do really for me enjoy that, that is the only standout in that original series because it is it's entertaining and it it mm-hmm. brings some of that stuff to a close like it was supposed to it was supposed to be the end of the series because right. you know yeah, yeah Lori finally kills michael and that's it and we're done but <laughs> How many movies altogether is Jamie Lee taking out Michael? Is it four or five? So, well, the first movie, she didn't take him out. She just thought she did, but he disappeared, right? The okay, well, yeah. Second movie, okay. he blows up, but you don't really see it, right? No, you don't see the doesn't. body, so. Yeah, we know he lives, so. And then, and then what is it, in five? Like, he, Michael kills her. No, he gets her. Yeah, he yeah, kills he gets her. her. Oh, no, no, H2O was first. Oh, was it? Yeah, I H2O thought, was first and then five, wasn't it? I no, because I think H2O was kind of it's its own little oh. thing. Like they, they just pretended. No, like, no, it, it it was five and then H2O. Yeah, yeah. I think Curse of Michael Myers. They just kind of said, "No, nah, that didn't work. We're just gonna forget that." Yeah, because that was one where they focused on the niece. Yes, that wasn't Laurie. That, that was, was the, the whole that was the whole druid thing. The you know oh, supernatural fuck, yeah, the where druid yeah thing, they yeah. they killed Laurie right at the very start in the mental asylum and then yeah somebody gave no that her, was resurrection was it. I can't. Yeah, God, like, I can't even keep these yeah. straight. Uh, it, it, oh okay. Jesus! Halloween four was returned. Uh, four and five were the niece. Uh, well, four four was, had the little niece in it too, right? That's yeah, that's where four, she's dressed yeah, up as little clown. Yeah, I think four and five both had the both had the niece. Yes. Uh, five curse was Michael Myers. H two O was seven, and then Resurrection was eight. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are those are not my films there at all. So, Jesus yeah. Christ! It's it's a big mess. I mean, yeah, it's just well, uh, yeah. It was all you know. It's it's interesting, kind of. If you, if you get the time, just you know, I, I recommend you kind of go back and look at the history of this of this franchise and you know Mustafa Akkad and all all of them. You know, like he just treated that thing as a cash cow. He's like, oh, I need to make a couple million bucks. I'm going to make another Halloween film. So he just kept cranking those things out. And it was just, they got more crazy as they went on. So well, you wait till the next one. Like if that's, if that's the 10th one, they're definitely putting Michael in space. Ugh, well, yeah. I mean, they, they got to make a callback to that movie just too, like right? Jason style. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so overall though, you would say, I mean, were you entertained by this last one? Was it, did it, did it exceed <laughs> okay. or, or be... did it, did it beat any of your expectations that you had for this movie? <laughs> I did something with this movie that I haven't done with a new movie in a long time is I fell asleep twice. Oh, jeez. Bo- the first time I woke up, I was like, oh, okay, I got to go back a couple minutes. It's fine. The second time I woke up, I was really pissed. It was like, oh, my God, no, because I missed way much. I, I missed way more the you second had time. To re- you had, I had to, to go, go back all the way and- back, yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit, this is terrible. So it's it didn't hold my attention, and the, the parts of my attention that did hold, I wasn't pleased, I guess. Like, there were yeah. – 
there were some things to, to enjoy, like practical effects and things like that. There, there were, you know, no, Interesting. I don't think I, no, yeah. I did not enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, to it. me, I, I have a different view of it. Like I said, I, I got, I got some enjoyment out of this thing. It didn't like, there was parts that certainly dragged. It took a while to get this thing going. Um, there are some ridiculous things in there that did kind of piss me off, Yeah, but there are, there are just some parts of this movie where I was entertained and I was like, okay, it's holding my attention. And then, on cue, it's like every time I feel that way, though, they slap me in the face and say, well, we're going to throw this ridiculousness in there. So, yeah, I, 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 I can say that this thing beat my very low expectations what this was. If you listen to the previous shows, you know I myself, I was absolutely not looking forward to it. I know, I know you weren't looking forward to this mm-hmm. thing either. Um, we, I mean, we were dreading this thing. But I watched it. I was... Do I dare say pleasantly surprised that I was like I didn't I didn't walk away from this thing saying give me all two hours back because right you know I might just saying hey give me at least thirty minutes of that back you could have cut this thing down but I wasn't completely bored with this movie and it was better than Halloween Kills that's that's about as good a recommendation I can give to this movie if it wasn't so dumb I would have been bored <laughs> you know what I mean yes yeah if they yeah there's things in there that will keep your attention but it's just like like I said they just they. Every time you think they're there, they'll pull it back and say, no, 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 no. We're going to make this thing as stupid as possible. Out loud, I said, oh, no. Like, I don't know how many times while watching this fucking movie. Well, I certainly said that when he walked into that uh, cave for the first time. And, oh, man, you know, right? And I was like, I was like that like, verbatim. I said, oh, no. When he kicked Michael's go. ass going back in the tunnel the second time, I was like, Jesus, oh, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it was it was good, but we had to get that out of the way. Like we we completed this trilogy. I was happy we did it. Yeah. Um, it At definitely it took free. a took a nosedive. Yeah. I didn't have to go to a theater <laughs> to watch this thing because yeah, I guarantee I would have been kind of pissed had I dropped you know fifteen bucks on this thing plus whatever I had to spend on the beer to right. keep myself entertained. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is what it is. Um, Are you gonna watch it again? No, I don't think I will <laughs> go back to this. Um. Unless I, unless we do some kind of special project or something, there's some reason I, why I'd have to watch I, it. I can unequivocally state right now we don't have to watch this ever again. Yeah, there's only two <laughs> Halloween movies that I will purposely go back to. That is '78, and that's Season of the season Witch. Season of the Witch, yeah. I will always just like a person who just likes to get beat up. I will go back and watch Season of the Witch. Yeah, just for the sheer camp value of it. That's fair. The Tom Atkins of it. Yeah, walking whiskey. So, that said. We're we're like we said we we're we're in the middle of October here. We got uh poor movies that we just this is the perfect time to watch them. I, I there's so many out there right now. What do we have on tap coming up for the next show? The Hitcher is next for us, I think. Oh. And we're neither one of us have seen this movie, so it's I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah. I'm so looking forward to seeing this and getting to talk about this because this, uh, this is one that's been on my list for a long time to see oh dude same here i actually i i, I was you know not really a lasky kid but kind of so i had free reign of whatever, whatever i wanted to watch <laughs> like growing up so like from as long as i can remember basically like i've been watching horror movies this is yeah. one movie that my mom was like you cannot watch that movie really like, oh yeah like i, I was oh, not allowed boy. like i didn't even get a permission to watch it like for this time so i don't know if i'm allowed yet so I got, oh, I can't! Check. I can't wait to see what this is all about then, because yeah, is, it, 
is it that gory? Is it that scary? What is it? We'll I, have to I find know. out. And I'm like, I was allowed to watch everything. This is one is like, that's not for you. It's like, oh, yeah, I was okay. the same way. I was the same way. I watched a lot of stuff, but I just never remember ever getting a chance to see this. Like, I never remember it as an option. It was on HBO. So, uh, well, obviously it had to have been. I know it's been, it's a HBO produced. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you know, so that, that was one where they were just like, no. It's like, oh, okay, fine. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for this one. I I can't wait to see this. Back to Evil Dead, I guess. You know, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Or at least I hope it is. I got I got hopes for this movie, but we'll we'll see. People rave about this movie. So it's I, a solid '80s cast, man. It, it can't it can't be any worse than most of the '80s movies we've been watching lately. So, yeah, see Thomas Howell, man. Yeah, <laughs> soul brother of Soul Man himself, man. Oh my God, so. I, I'm definitely not watching that. No, I, I will pass on that one. Yeah, too. if I can pass on that too, I might don't stick, even want to talk about it. I might stick to the Rucker Hauer Louvre. Like I did, I, I do like a few of his movies. Like Split Second, I thought was a pretty weird one. That was like a that's a good one. It was like a Xenomorph serial killer yeah. or something. He's, if he's I good. Correctly. He's good in a lot of stuff he does. That this is the one of the reason why I want to see this movie so bad because I like him as an actor. He I've plays him creep since Blade really Runner. well. Yes, and I can't wait to see what he's in this because I think that's what everybody talks about in this movie is what he is. Yeah, and I cannot wait to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a he does Blind Ninja better than almost anybody, so I'm looking forward to seeing this. <laughs> and Hobo with a shotgun. Oh my God, he was Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> yep. So shit. So yeah, okay, well, I I can't wait. If you want to add that one on to to the list to watch eventually, like I'm I'm completely. Well, we'll have to that. do that, but we'll have to we'll also got to keep our eye out for some more horror films to watch as we we talk our way through. Cause maybe maybe in a couple of shows we can get two movies in because um, I love talking about horror, so we'll have to keep. Keep an eye out for some horror films to watch. Uh, you listeners, if if you have any suggestions for films that we haven't talked about, any horror films specifically, yeah, um, yeah, please contact us. Let us know because mm-hmm. um, I would love to hear your suggestions. Because I I will take people's suggestions to an extent. Yeah, <laughs> I've taken some, stinker, get, some real stinkers. So yeah, we get the final say. So, but yeah. I I will definitely take anything under advisement because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen that I will still love to watch. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, hey, we got a lot of shit to watch. Let's get out of here. Everybody, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. One does not simply walk into Mordor, dig it.